Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What's up, guys? Welcome to the newest episode of the Punchless MMA Podcast. Now, you're probably hearing this voice on your drive or your commute on a Wednesday morning, the thousands of you that download, and you're like, this is a weird voice. This is not the velvet baritones that I'm used to. This is some squeaky SoCal bullshit, and I don't know if I want to keep the episode going. Well, too bad, dude. You guys are locked in for the next 45 minutes with just me. If you guys are longtime listeners, you know our main uh, captain of the ship, Dale Lippin is out. He had a family emergency. So those, you know, we're a tight knit community guys. Keep your thoughts and prayers for Dale and his family. Um, he'll be back next week, but here's the interesting piece. Um, I've been out a couple episodes. I've taken some impromptu surf trips, had too many cut waters. Um, I missed some episodes in my day. That's, that's the real thing. Um, and Dale always invites on, you know, a stellar guest and, he does a fantastic job with that guest. Call it, you know, Anik, Emmett, Condit, Maverick, Dober, whomever it is. They come on the show and they do a fantastic job. And peppered through the episode, he always says, dude, if you guys want this seat, if you want this seat, I will kick Trey the fuck off the episode so quickly. Like, this is your seat. Like, I literally, I'll kick him off, dude. I'll kick him off right now. I'll call him. I'll text him. But I always come back. Like, literally, if I were to submit my resume to a new employer, Outside of saying I'm really good at like Microsoft Paint, I'd say I'm irreplaceable. I'm, I'm you cannot replace me. I'm here. So, Dale, I'm just telling you, if you're listening to this episode on your drive right now, I'm going to replace you. My sole goal in the next 45 minutes is to replace you with someone who I think is not an absolute stud, but he's one of the best 170 fighters out there today, irregardless of whatever promotion. He just fought in the most recent UFC card, UFC Columbus. He's taken ears off people. He's not the beard. He is the pain. Dude, Max Payne Griffin. Dude, what up, man? Yeah, dude, what's up? <laughs> yeah, dude, I hyped you. Great intro. I know the once I heard the first, even the first, you know, little credit you guys have in the beginning, the intro, that hyped me up. I know. Well, I got your alpha male. I got Emmett there, like knocking out Lamas. Like it's, it's, it's pain, dude. It's pain. I like it. 
How are you, man? How are you? What's cracking? I'm, I'm doing good, dude. Like I, I told you pre-show, I'm rocking the alpha male, you know, flag tonight. You got Sacramento represent. Um, I'm, I'm pumped to have you on, man. It's seldom do we get fighters, you know, directly following their battle on our show. I know you're a friend of the podcast, but dude, I'm going to be honest. You looked fantastic on the sales. You looked fantastic in the fight. I thought after the fight, you'd be like pizza and beer and you'd look all blown up. You still look shredded. Like what's going on? We're not enjoying the belly's a little bit different. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Well, at least you're not like Dober who comes on the show and like pops his shirt off immediately. We're not a fan of that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, let's let's talk about it. So we we talked to you, man. We must have talked to you six minutes before you started cutting weight. Um, we got a great yeah. great interview with you just via Instagram Live, and then fantastic weight cut. Um, and then you go into the fight. I want I want the listeners to hear like we talked about your like tiger scream that you do in the changing room before yeah. you head into the octagon, like. And From that moment, walk us through that and the fight and your thoughts. Let's see here. <laughs> I think where 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 to even begin? Um, yeah, felt great the whole time. Still feel great. Um, ready to go. I got moved up in the card uh, twice. Actually, we're supposed to report. I want to say at three o'clock, and then supposed to report at three thirty, and then I get a text saying four thirty. I'm like. For real? So I got to lay back down again, take a little rest. Uh, move me to, I think, the second on the main card, or supposed to be the first on the main card, but then they move Slava. It gets, you don't know what's happening back there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know you were trying to like coordinate times because you were telling all your friends probably back home, like, dude, yeah. I think I'm at 415. It might be at 345. Yeah. yeah. So I'm putting shit out, you know, um, just get everyone there. But yeah, I mean, it was nice finding a new arena. Um, it looked new. I don't know if that team's new or, or they <laughs> take care of their shit, but like that stage, <laughs> the seats, like it was a sick ass venue, man. Um, they did the hockey, they play hockey there. Um, and the Ohio yeah. State fans, Ohio State's right there, I want to say. So all the fans transferred over, packed the arena. Um, it was good though. It was, um, you know, my time to fight, fucking fought. Um, heard him real bad in the first. I only watched the fight once, so you got to bear with me. No, um, dude. But honestly, so you you walked out there, Max, and like right off the rip, I mean, you were so energetic the whole fight week. And we were all like, Dale and I were talking. We're like, dude, he almost seems too lax. And we were getting like hesitant. He's like. He's in that like flowy state. And we're like, man, is he, is he too relaxed? But it wasn't relaxed. It was just, you were so uber confident. And like you said, the whole week prior, like I'm going to knock this dude out. I'm going to knock this dude out. This dude said, he's going to knock me out. I'm going to knock him out. So in round one, when you laid him out, that's what I want to talk about. Like you clipped him, you sat him down and you kind of did, I'll do an ode to alpha male for a quick second. You kind of did that. Like Cody Garbrandt versus Dominic Cruz, like kind of point. And you kind of like backed off a second. Like, was it because you're like, this is playful for me. I want him back up and I want to keep going. Or what was the deal there? Well, I heard him and then I tried to ground and pound him, but I've seen him try to get to his wits. Um, so I want to stand him up and knock him out. Really? I mean, <laughs> I decided I could have tried to ground and pound him or like took side control and trying to 
But it's hard, right, to say that in the fight because he was hurt. You know, like, oh, let me yeah. fucking get up, get him up. Max McCormick said, get up, let him get up. So, let him get up. Yeah. I give him, he's resilient. You know, guys, guys with a good cardio um, can come back from a shot, you know. So, I, I still don't like him. <laughs> um, I'll give him. I'll give him credit that you know he um, he's tough. Well, you know. it, it was funny because, of course, when it goes to the decision, you know, we're always freaking out, like how are the judges are going to score this. You know, Dale and I scored rounds one and two for you. Three, you know, you had to give it to Maggie just because the pressure. But totally won the third. I agree. But the <laughs> thing that was funny is ESPN Plus was delayed, so. I was watching it, but then I saw, I don't know if it was your lady or whomever had your phone and, and she was live streaming your fight yeah. and she was ahead of the fight. So I'm watching the screen, I'm watching the, my phone and she's ahead. So I end up watching the screen the whole time. Yeah. And the moment they gave it to Magni, I like threw my phone. Cause I was just like, there's no way I was like, you are the king of splits yeah. and you've been yeah. on, unfortunately the wrong side. But when you look at fight back, like, is there anything you would have done differently? I thought the, you fought the first two rounds fantastically. Yeah, I fought, you know, I was a little fatigued in the third. Looking back, I felt real pushy. Um, I mean, no excuses, you know. Fucking, I let him grab me, you know, and fucking <laughs> start trying to work me. But I didn't let him flat me out. I, I got up smart, you know. I mean, I could have tried to get up faster, but I was trying to get up without getting fucked up. And I was in a bad, <laughs> precarious position, like. Didn't let him do any damage, you know. Um, I mean, the really, really my takeaway from the fight is just more cardio. I'm fighting guys that are fighting five round fights like normally. So three rounds, fight fighting a normal guy that fights three rounds, like that's fine for me. But fighting a guy that fights five round fights normally, I just gotta I gotta bump up my cardio. Um, so straight what, up. what does that entail? Are we getting on the uh, are we getting the assault bike runs? Back swim, in the like pool. Back in the pool. I mean, I don't make no excuses. Uh, I'm not. I won't. Um, but just more, just more. I just I know more that what more I need to do. Um, because yeah, when I was fine, I was fine. I didn't feel ever in danger. He didn't hit it hard. He didn't. I blocked all his shit. I think he's one for nine on takedowns. So I stuffed all his fucking takedowns. Right. Um, I didn't really feel in danger. He didn't hit hard at all. Like it was like. It's exactly what I thought. It's exactly what I expected. Exactly what my coaches, all my shit worked. Um, he was just able to get a hold of me in the third round. Like, right. Try to get a hook in. You know what I mean? Like, nothing on the feet hurt me. Nothing. My my own feet hurt. My, I still can barely walk. My feet are so fucking swollen. I have pitted edema in both feet. My feet are fucking turkey. Flintstone status. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, I have a fractured my own wrist. Um, I got a cast on yesterday, um, but I like hurt myself in the fight. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, you know, my feet, I couldn't even walk fucking home, not home <laughs> to the hotel. Like yeah. I had to sit on my feet, dude. My feet look like fucking sausages. They're shiny. <laughs> <laughs> They're tight on top, dog. My Just from fluid, bro. My shins, both shins, fucking my neck's a little stiff, you know? Um, but the good thing is, dude, you got you got to lift your feet and put it on that win bonus cash. So I heard I heard you got the win bonus cash, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Backstage, so this makes it more because I'm just swinging splits, right? So it makes it yeah. kind of more weird. Um, I was just like some horseshit, whatever. 
go backstage in the not security tent, uh, medical tent. I'm like, I'm good. I tell them I'm fucking fine. Yeah, whatever. I was more pissed, you know. Right. Uh, Mick Maynard comes back. He's like, hey, he's like, I thought you won, Dana. Me and Dana, the owners thought you won. They're gonna give you a win bonus. Um, I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah. Um, he's like, I don't want you. I I did a video on him before. He's like, you're probably gonna make another video of me. <laughs> Cause I won the bonus and yeah. Will. And he was telling how telling me how it's a no-brainer, a no-brainer. Me and the owners want our feet, you know, when you fight. So yeah. um, same kind of thing. He's like, Yeah, we'll give you your win money. We, we thought you won. So there you go. So we're like, so I don't know. I'm gonna have mixed emotion, right. emotional cocktail. <laughs> In the back, right? I fucking, I thought I won. I lost. I lost the third. I know that, you know, but whatever. I was pissed. I was fucking yeah. pissed off. Um, and then, and then he comes back and tells me that, like, while I'm walking backstage, I'm like, how do I feel? Like, <laughs> did I lose? Did I win? <laughs> fucking like, right? You know what I mean? It's weird. No, man. no. No, totally. It's like you you, you lost, but you get to come home and you're like, "Baby, we done it. I still got put pay. Like I'm I'm chilling right now, you know." I got the L, but then like, <laughs> did I? Right? I don't even. I still don't even know how to feel. I mean, I lost a third, so you. Yeah. Can, but then Dana's saying I won, right? So it's like then pay me for it. Like they never do that ever. You know what I mean? Right. Wrong split decisions we've been on, yo. Totally. Yeah. And now. So- so the question then is like, okay, you got hooked up there, but I feel like you should get hooked up with another like, you know, top 10 ass right. fight. Yeah, I want to fight someone good, man. I mean, it's not what I could do, man. You know, that was some of it. Like, um, yeah, so for them, it's like, did I, you know, they said I didn't lose stock or anything, you know, it was a good right. show. So. So is there anyone yeah. that's kind of on the tip of the tongue now? Like, I mean, I know you've only had, you're only two weeks removed, but is there someone you're kind of like, okay, there's my next matchup? I mean, I'm like I want Masvidal still, you know, I want that. Yeah. But um, whoever's in there, I mean, if you have a list, I can tell you, but I mean, I got to heal up. Yeah, yeah. I got to heal up. Um, I know I need to work on. I can't wait. It's, it's I'm pissed off. So like whoever I'm fighting next is getting fucked. Like, like <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm back in the pool, man. And I'm I'm just I just need to know like how much I need. You know what I mean? It's like you don't really know until you're in there and you're like, this is what I need to do, you know. Um, as long as you can learn, man. Um, so yeah, that's fucking pissing me off. And I'm gonna have the best cardio, period. Um, in oh, the yeah. vision, period. That's my no, new, like, that's my new I, thing. My new thing, bro. I think that's, it's exactly, you say you don't know till you know. And I know one of your teammates, Slava Claus, man, he probably didn't know that like, Hey man, I got to get my wrestling together going forward. There's a good learning experience right there. You know? Yeah, totally. And he thought he was cool too. You know, he wrestles with us over there. He wrestles with the guys, but to, to fight a athletic freak by Diakasi and then have him not even I mean, when they struck, he struck for a minute, and then he got clipped, and he was like, "We're gonna wrestle," and he it was just so effective. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't, you can't even like, you can't fade it because you're like, dude, the guy implemented a game plan, he did it soundly, it was solid. But 
Yeah, man. Um, you know, bummer stoked. You got stoked. You got the win bonus. Um, punchless was waving their flag, like nonstop for you. Um, we almost cashed round one of that, uh, TKO. So thanks for that. Um, but man, I'm stoked to bring you on too, because many people don't know, or many of the, maybe there's people that do know you're also one of us, dude. You're, you're a little bit of a degenerate gambler. So of all, you know, our UFC fellow friends that come on the podcast, you're probably the one that I would say knows the most. And especially from a betting perspective, like can find those values. So I always say this to our listeners. It's like, dude, you could listen to myself and Dale, <laughs> a bunch of other jabronis dude for the next year. And like, we'll, we'll, we watch the fights as fans and we'll, we'll give our take, but it's like going to the horse races. I want to get the insight from the jockey dude. Who's been on the track. Like, who knows what the fuck is up. And so I, uh, I'm excited to dive into UFC 273 with you. It's pay-per-view card, T-Mobile Arena, Vegas. Are you cracking a beer right now? I'm cracking a beer, and I got my uh, my card of two, too, to blaze. Dude, what, okay, what beer are we rocking right now, going into the main card here? This is Granddaddy Burps. It's a West Coast double IPA. Double IPA? Gosh, yeah, new dude. boy, Granddaddy Burps. See, Reminisce of Granddaddy Burps, obviously, for the viewers at home um, <laughs> that may not know, but you should know if you watch the show. Um, from New Glory Craft Brewery, I was going to crack up one of my beers, but they're not cold. So. What's, what's your beer? I have a it's from Claim Steak. It's a double IPA. It's called Blood and Passion. As Blood orange and passion fruit in it. It's not hella sweet though. It's real light, um, but IPA ish. Good. <laughs> Dude, you would only like drink, drink, and like label double IPAs, just knocking people out in the cage <laughs> and in the bars, man. Like, what happened to the light loggers? <laughs> what happened to the <laughs> seltzers? What happened in this world? <laughs> We're talking um, about making a hard seltzer though. There We're talking you go. about making a hard seltzer like, like one that's like 10. We're trying to push this easy, like, like, like how we can do it, but still taste good. You know, not, not too right. crazy. There's yeah. a limit. We're working on that. <laughs> oh, just push the limits, push the limits. <laughs> well, all right. We're going to get into UFC 273 here. Like I said, T-Mobile Arena. Um, it's a pay-per-view. Um it's maybe not the pay-per-view that we all wanted. There's some super, super weighted lines on both sides uh, for at least three of the top five fights, but I'm excited to get into this. Um, Max, we're going to start bottom of the card, go to the top. First fight on the card is Vince from Hell Pichel at 14-2 and two versus Mark Madsen, 11-0. Now, this one kind of pisses me off a little bit. He should be, Mark Madsen should be 10-1. and one. I think Clay Guida beat the shit out of him in their most recent fight. Now that might be alpha male biased, but when you look at Mark Madsen, what's he good at? He's wrestler, right? Wrestler, Olympic wrestler. Only. yeah, only. wrestler only, right? And yeah. where, like, outside of that, he also doesn't have a good cardio tank, which is weird for a no. wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of the opposite of a, usually wrestlers wrestle well and have good cardio. This guy wrestles really good, but does not have cardio, no striking either. He's from Canada, yeah, eh? Is it Canada? I see his flag. I'm not, I'm not worldly. I don't know <laughs> flags. Um, I, I do know he's got a shaved head and he has the flag that's got a little cross in it. And it's red. That might be Sweden. That might be Sweden or even England. Could be. 
it's not the United States, which Vince Pichel is from. So, you know, we have to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Vince, Vince from hell, Pichel. Dude, Dale's been on Vince for a while because he's like, a, he's the total like workhorse and you want someone's going to yeah. fight for your money. And Mark Madsen at plus 115. Gosh, I wish that was on Vince Pichel to get some value. I think that when you look at this fight, you got to think, okay, Mark Madsen's going to exercise his wrestling for the first round, but can I get Vince Pichel to do something crazy, land a TKO, sit down on a punch in rounds two and three, and maybe take over? Maybe even take over from a volume striking perspective if he can break the wrist in that, you know, after the first round and just get on volume and win on points. I don't really know where to go here because Vince is also kind of an older dude. So I think he'll fight for my money, but he's older. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, he's more of a wild fighter. I mean, he could stuff takedowns probably, like you're saying, in the second, third round. And would land volume is just, how's his cardio? Right. Is it better than Madsen's? That's the thing is like when so when Guida when Guida fought him, I mean Guida's a I mean, dude, the carpenter a psycho cardio tank, like a dude that he's just constant, constant pressure. And yeah, he's just always bobbing, weaving, crazy hair, all that stuff. Second and third round, he started to overtake, but Mark Madsen in those like I have no cardio left, he's someone that will clinch and hold. So convince Pichel break, you know, break the wrist and get away and kind of circle around the cage. That's a lot of footwork and a lot of movement for three rounds. I kind of want to play here. Um, I, I kind of want to play Vince Pichel straight up. Minus 135 is not a bad price. I also maybe want to sprinkle on him like a KO in round two or round three, just because I think he has power. I think Mark Madsen's older. I think he will wilt in those, those later rounds. But man, would a safe play just be Mark Bark by decision just because of that mauling style? Can you look at Vince Pichel's last fight? Yes, I can. Vince Pichel. I want to be, you know. Yeah, so he had a decision win over uh, Austin Hubbard. Uh, Before that, he had a decision win over Jim Miller. Um, And then he had another decision win over Roosevelt Roberts. So going Vince Pichel, I think. Uh, I think we got to do it. I mean, Austin Hubbard's good, dude. He's pretty good. And yeah. for him to be him, wrestler, kind of brawly kind of type, right? Um, yeah, I like that. Good. Plus, we were just communicating with Hubbard, like, back and forth online about uh, uh, COVID shit. <laughs> Please don't flag this episode. <laughs> so, I like Hubbard. I know he's a, he's, he's a workhorse, too. And Jim Miller, dude, experience within itself. Vet of the game, fantastic yeah, submissions. Yeah, I think you have to look at a little bit of a resume with Mark Matson. Uh, you got to, I mean, Clay Guida is a vet within himself, but you know, prior to that, I mean, he did have a win over Austin Hubbard, but after that, it's it's guys. I mean, I I couldn't even tell you what they've done in the past. I mean, Danilo Danilo uh, who I don't think's even in the promotion anymore. Um, yeah, I think Vince Pichel's a solid player. I wouldn't do a parlay or anything with him, but if you want some sneaky money at a, almost like a pick em price, yeah. I think Pichel's right there. That's a good price. Yeah. All right, sweet. Let's get on to the next fight. This one is interesting for a couple of reasons. So Dale always gets on me because he's like, oh, dude, jiu-jitsu, 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 Trey. Like, you you know, fall in love with the jiu-jitsu people. Fall in love with Mackenzie Dern, of course. Um, <laughs> but, dude... Tisha Torres, she's a little muscle babe. 
This is this is a chick that has no quit. She fights on the outside of the cage, ton of volume. She can kind of jet in and explode at times. I, I'm curious from your perspective, Max, like we talk about this every week. Dude, how come people with like a, the most gnarly background in jiu-jitsu, like why do they not implement the jiu-jitsu <laughs> game plan? Like they just say like, fuck it, I'd rather throw hands. And it makes no sense. Yeah. No, Tisha Torres moves around a lot. She she thinks she's she came back kind of impressive lately, I don't want to say. Um, I think she was kind of falling off, and then she kind of had a resurgence, and she won a fight that I didn't think she was going to win recently. Who is she right. fighting? I'm pulling, I'm pulling up her, her last fights here. Um, Tisha Torres, yeah she, yeah, she had a decision win um, in August of last year against Angela Hill. Uh, before that, a win, a uh, stoppage of Sam Hughes, and then uh, Brianna Fortino. Um, a decision win. Yeah, I think it was Angela Hill. I think she's just going to bounce around and beat like that. Um, but how's her jiu-jitsu? Because I'm I'm all over Mackenzie Guerin's jiu-jitsu. I got the I got I'll take that uh, pop on that um, sub all day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got to play the sub prop with Mackenzie Dern. I think it's the one thing that's what's weird about Mackenzie Dern though, Max, is like he sometimes won't grapple. Dude, exactly. And she doesn't really know how to wrestle. So it's like, yeah. unless someone, which has, has worked in her favor a billion times, like says like, oh, fuck it. I'll jump into her guard or, oh, you know, whatever. Let's play this game. Like she's not getting anyone down. People have, people have chosen to grapple with her, which I don't understand that. And that's how she's, you know, found yeah. ways to victory. Yeah. But well, she's an ace on the ground. Do you think Tisha will get taken down? I'm sure she has good takedown defense. Tisha has, uh, I mean, she's got pretty good takedown defense. Um, it's just her cardio is fantastic. So when she does get taken down, she's really quick to get her back up against the cage. But dude, also like look at her resume before her last three wins. Now, granted, she was on a four fight lose skid, but dude, the quality of competition, Marina Rodriguez, Wele Zhang, Joanna Jinjacek, Jessica Andrade, four in a row. Oh, the, 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 all the contenders. Killers, dude. Schedule all day. That's Tisha Torres. That's Tisha Torres. Yeah, insane. That's yeah. a mighty strength schedule, right there. It's an insane strength schedule. But I think, I think, like you said, I love the Mackenzie Dern prop by sub. Like, why not juice juice that pick'em line? Um, and then Tisha Torres, Tisha Torres by decision. This is kind of like the Caitlin Kagan of all plays, man. Like, this is yeah. what she's gonna do. What is that? <clears throat> by decision it's probably even worse <laughs> it's like dude it's like minus 130 or some shit <laughs> yeah heavy hit <laughs> you hit everything hard max that's what i've learned what do those numbers mean we're burning at 40 seconds at 54 <laughs> degrees Dude. Hey, hey, are your braids still on? They are. I'm getting taken out looking tonight, actually. I'm going to Jacksonville. I'm going to this fight, so I gotta be clean when I go there. You know. Wait, which which fight are you going to in Jacksonville? 273, this one. I thought this is a T Mobile. Is it not? No, this is in Jacksonville. <laughs> 
Uh, Dale's going to be stoked that the wheels are falling off. I didn't even know where this one was. I thought I was in Vegas. We're in Jacksonville. You're going there. Yeah. Nice, man. When are you, when are you heading out there? Thursday. All right. Nice. Mix it up with the fans. Are your feet good enough to be standing around all the time? I'll be all right. All right. Sweet. I'll be all right. All right, let's get into the next fight. Hamza Shemaya yeah. versus Gilbert Burns, man. Bongrips with producer Jake. Yeah, producer Jake might – I don't think he'd smoke you under the table, but he'd be very competitive with you, Max. Dude dude ribs. <laughs> um, this is another interesting one because Gilbert Burns has obviously got the jiu-jitsu background. He's always been fairly undersized. Uh, for the you know 170 division, more of a like 155 or so, you're going in against a guy, you know, and you of all people, you know, know the traits and characteristics of what it takes to be a 170. -er. And Shemaya looks like a fucking beast. My biggest yeah. nervousness, Max, comes from like, dude, how do I lay money? I mean, Grant, I'm not going to do anything with a minus 600 of Hamzat Shemayev. Yeah. I'd rather sprinkle on Burns at plus 400 and maybe do a sub prop. But like, dude, how do you bet on a guy that's like untested? the people are on the train. I'm not on it. Um, if he, I'm not never going to be on the train. So let's, let's start with that. But, um, he, they have fed cams at their teased the guy. They fed him two fifty fivers and they fed him Mirshar who was scared out of his pants. And they fed him jingling who can't grapple. <laughs> so they gave him guys. For, you know what I mean? They gave him guys that are, that are easy money, man. <laughs> um, and they've been pushing them. This fight, this fight could be could be good, you know. Um, I think it's a good test for him. Um, and I think it gives Gilbert a chance to to fight. I feel like his grappling's there, his striking's there. He is a little undersized, like you said. But I think it's not a guy he could just if he just comes and whoops on Gilbert, then all right. But until then, um he's been getting guys that can't grapple. That are scared, smaller. Um, I think the only thing, you know, dude ain't scared. I don't think he's scared, and that's gonna that's gonna help Burns a lot. You know, I feel like Camzat intimidates these guys, and they fight scared. I don't think Gilbert's gonna be like that. He's gonna be on them, and we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I. I hope he comes like firing out of the gate. You know, like I said, the undersized comment, dude, he's going to look like a Keebler elf out there compared to, you know, Hamza, which is, is nerve wracking for a guy that's so crazy heavy in the wrestling game. You know, jujitsu is one thing, but when you're getting just, you know, freaking laid on and pressed up against, I can only imagine you can't exercise anything off your back. Right. Yeah. No, I he just can't get there. You know? Yeah. You can't get I like the, I like that you called uh, Lee Jingliang, Jingling, by the way. Like, Jingling. Jingling, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, when, when, when he, when Hamza grabbed Jingling and brought him over to the cage, when he was talking shit to Dana, he was whipping Jingling around like, do you remember that old, old song uh, by Petey Pablo? Um, the one that's like, North like a helicopter. No dude, kid. that was jingling. That was jingling. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. I uh it's it still took him a minute to sink in that rear naked choke, but still that was a mauling. And jingling's big, dude. He's yeah. he's a relatively big, big dude. Yeah, he is a big Asian. He is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you said it. I didn't yeah. know if I was allowed to say it. 
I didn't know if I was allowed to say the A word. We've been canceled a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh, I uh, think I'm like so, 1%. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so you're chill. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah. um, so do we put do we put Shemaev here in like a parlay or are we just going to have some fun and sprinkle burns by submission or – I wouldn't – I mean, you could put in the parlay, but minus 600, you're really not helping anything, really. What's, like, no. the over? Maybe, like, a over one and a half. Over one and a half could be solid. Maybe. Yeah. I have I have some notes from Dale here. He was he was wanting to take uh, Homs up by KO that was at plus 185. Or he was wanting to take uh, the TKO sub prop. You could probably find it, like – uh, plus 125. Obviously, this isn't anything for Burns all Shemaev. So KO prop plus 185 seems pretty good. Um, especially if he just gets into a mauling style. That could yeah. be solid. Yeah, but over one and a half solid too. I like that because I think Gilbert's not going to come in like you said, like Mearshark did with you know deer yeah. in the headlights and shit his pants. Like he's going to yeah. like try and exercise some game yeah, plan for, for seven and a half minutes. Yeah, I think it's a good play too. So we like over one and a half and possibly Shamaya by KO, or if you can find a KO sub prop, juice it a little bit. Yeah, because minus 600 don't even – it's like a minus 1,000, you know? It's like no. why even, why even no. bet on that? I just – yeah. I mean, I just you can sprinkle some on Burns just because – sprinkle, I'd say, though, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus 400 okay. decent. I like it. All right, that's a good game plan. All right, this fight, this next fight up here. I don't, I don't want to. Do you, I want to know first? Are you friends with any of these fighters? Because I, I don't want to like talk shit. If you're friends. <laughs> I'm but, cool with Aljo, but I mean, okay. Yeah. What does that mean, dude? <laughs> like, I'm cool with a lot of the guys, but who I actually like hang out with and shit is like a little bit different. I've been here okay. for almost six years, so like yeah. I know these motherfuckers, you know. Like Pat and Pat, but I, I mean, you know, I do my picks. I get a lot of shit from fucking. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't say whatever. Yes, let's let, okay. let it rip. Let it fucking rip. Well, no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back it. I'm gonna backpedal a little bit here, but I, I do want to get your thoughts. So, like, Aljo became a heel, not wanting to be a heel because of what he had done. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna break this up into three three segments for you. I want to get your thoughts. Segment one was the knee. The knee to head was illegal, obviously, but yeah. did he milk it to get the belt? <laughs> I don't think clip he it and it. send it to him. <laughs> I don't think he was, I don't think he milked it. I think um, like the judge, like, like the ref shit was kind of handled weird. Um, I don't think he milked it. I know he got fucked up. He did. Probably didn't want to go back because how fucked up he was. Right. <coughs> if you call that milking, I don't know. Circumstantial. Wait, fucked he up from the looking... fight or fucked up from the knee? Both. Both. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was winning and then he was losing. <laughs> he was winning in the beginning. I was fucking pretty impressed. Right. And then John started taking over and started fucking him up. And then Jan didn't have the knee on, so it's his bad. He would have probably finished him a little bit after that. Um, but he need him. Jan's bad. Um, I think he was hurt from it. 
But I think how like the judge, not the fucking judge, the ref kind of handled the time, and I thought that was kind of weird. Like it could have been done better. Um. So then, so he, 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 did he milk well, it? I want to know if he milked it. It sounds like you're 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 kind of pedaling around it, dude. Just yes or no. <laughs> I don't think he milked it. I think he was fucked up. All right, you he guys was are best lo- friends. You he guys was losing. <laughs> I wouldn't say he milked it. I mean, okay. he'd, he'd probably. I'd say he used it in his favor. I could say that. There you go. There you go. He played say, by the rules. He played by the he rules. rules. He played the rules. Yeah. He got technical. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so after he, he wins, technical. he ditches the belt. He throws it back in. He's like, it's not my belt. But then he goes back to his Airbnb and he whips it out of a case. And him and Marab and, and, uh, and Al that. are ripping shots off it. You're the and champ, then now, bro. You're the champ. Fuck it. You're the champ. They talk him into it. Totally. You're like, you're the fucking champ now. But now he owns it, so I'm curious: is he gonna be is he gonna be rocking the belt at Wands like, like it's his belt? <laughs> I would tell probably rock it. I think okay. he'll rock it. He okay. got his championship. He'll probably rock it. He's kind of turning into like a bad guy about it, kind of making like a right like a Colby he, type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not like <laughs> Colby's more serious. I feel like yeah. I'll just not. Right or is he? I don't know, dude. You're best friends with him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, he was getting roasted for for months. He's still getting roasted about it. He loves it though. Right? He loves it. But now he does. But at first, he didn't like it. Those right. first couple of days, he was. But now he like embodies it. Oh, yeah, here's the fucking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm dude. the paper champ, motherfucker. You know, totally. Well, okay. So then, w- when we look at it, I went back and I actually watched the fight. We always get a bunch of shit because we had a guy hit up our podcast one time. They're like, "You guys, you guys don't do tape study." I'm like, "Yeah, fucking." I have two kids, a job, I have my own life. I don't have time to do a fucking tape study. But I actually did tape study for this one fight because I wanted to see, like, yeah. dude, how competitive was Aljo? And like you said yeah. at the beginning, Max, like, dude, he was throwing bombs in that first round. He was but winning. I think, was, dude, I do too. I actually think he was he was had the momentum in that first round. Yeah. So yeah. when we look at this fight, it's like, okay, he probably has to replicate the same type of game plan, like get it done in the first round, round and a half. But like originally, I was like, okay, Aljo goes in there. Let's maybe try and test, you know, Piotr Jan. I'm I hate calling him Piotr. Yes, it's Peter, Peter, dude, yeah. Peter Jan. <laughs> He, he's got to go in there and test his jiu-jitsu a little bit. I mean, if he could submit Sandhagen, he has an opportunity there. But what the issue is, is when you go back and watch that fight, Piotr had 10-plus takedowns up against Aljo. He was doing inside leg trips. He was doing, like, clinch hip yeah. tosses, like, all this stuff. And it's like, dude, like, how – if you can't get a guy down, it's the same – it's like the Mackenzie Dern type theory. Like, yeah. how are you going to get a submission? So you watch it back, and that's what that's how it went after that? After that, it was just a pure mauling. Like the, yeah. you know, they call Marab the machine now that I'm all on, on like what, you know, Sterling is. But dude, Piotr Jan is machine within himself. Once round two started, he started to pick his shots. His volume was better. His cardio is fantastic. He's probably the most like technical dude I've, I've like ever seen in my entire life. Right. There's some people I look in the UFC, Max, and I'm like, that guy is like 
built different. Like this dude eats steel yeah. for, for breakfast, like probably like has the money to buy a mansion, but lives in a hole because he just likes darkness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is that type of like weird dude and he's good. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. So what's so, the play? What I, dude, I, I don't know. Do you want to play under four and a half? I was kind of looking at that. I was also, <clears throat> I, I conspired with Dale. Dale's all over. Yawn, Kate, by KO in rounds two, three, and four, which is juiced pretty well. Uh, but would you would you sprinkle anything on Aljo at plus three seventy? No, personally, no. But <clears throat> I mean, he could get it done. I, I'd say maybe a half sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Yon, Yon, dude, Yon, Yon got something to prove, man. He's pissed that he gave dude his belt. He's pissed about that. Right. You know? Um, I know Agile's mad too that they've been calling up a, a paper champ, but that's fucking how it went down. Like that's a circumstance. So I think Yon got something to prove, man. Um so under four and a half, then man. I think he's gonna get the finish. Yeah. Under four and a half. I wish I was sophisticated like Dale and could have those odds up right there, but under four and a half seems like a solid play right there. Um it's gotta be better than any of the <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I I think of anyone on the main card, there's a couple fights, and we'll get into the, obviously the last fight of the night, but like Dale was saying, he's like, dude, these lines are so whack. There's going to be one, one like king that falls, minus one, 105 for under four and a half. So that's pretty solid. Um, yeah. I think Piotr Jan is, of all the, all the players on the main card, that is your parlay piece right there for sure um there's there's a, a weird inkling out there that volk is going to have a tough time against zombie you never know with gilbert burns with his jiu-jitsu against shamayev on shamayev's untested i mean of those three fights your most confident parlay yeah, is pure or, yeah i'd agree yeah uh, yeah so i agree i say we do under four and a half and then I, I still like Yon by KO in two, three, and four because, like, if Aljo's going to get it done, he's got to get it done in that first round, right? Yeah. Is it nice for the plus two, three, four? Probably. Probably insane. And actually, Logan here in the chat just posted that if it doesn't go the distance, it's minus 110 on DraftKings. So I like that. That's pretty good, That's too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just pretty much the same as minus four and a half. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Like we got a good go forward plan there. I like that. All right. All right. Let's let's get to the last fight of the night. Alexander Volkanovsky versus the Korean Zombie. Max, what is the Korean Zombie's real name? It says right there. Oh fuck. Chan oh, Song Jung. No one knows that answer. No one knows that answer. <laughs> Dude. So Alexander Volkanovsky, 23 and one. Chan Sung Zung at uh, 17 and six. You look at this fight. You think Volkanovsky is another machine within himself. He's volume, 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 cardio, 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 all about pace. Zombies train out of fight ready, which is a big deal for Dale and I. Uh, we like fight ready from a wrestling perspective. Sahudo's uh, camp. Um, I'd like that if I thought that Volkanovsky. How long has he been there for fucking. Like a week, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't think so. Volkanovski is so strong, and 
Chang Sung Jung's just even just just his style is in like, Bro, you can't call you can't call him Chang, dude. It's Chan. <laughs> you can't do that. This isn't jingling, dude. This is not jingling. Chan Sung Jung. Uh, he yeah. doesn't like guys that could like take him down or pressure him. He likes to kind of you know, do a shit, you know, and he needs someone to be kind of back and not all on him, you know. I mean, Brian Ortega took him down a bunch of times at Phil Laker when he did. Dude, you're right, yeah. And T-City is a jiu-jitsu guy, one wrestler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, this is like a wash to me. Well, I just think <laughs> like, well, dude, it's good you brought up the, the Ortega fight because that's the common opponent, obviously, that they have. And with Ortega, dude, Ortega was fucking zombie up on the feet. Oh, yeah. Know? Dude, shout out to Brian, the homie. Dude, and he, so if he's fucking zombie up on the feet, you'd think that striking-wise, Volkanovski should just run train on on zombie, at least from, like, an output and, like, technical side, right? Yeah. Um, different little stylistically. But Volkanovski has long reach. That's I true. Think I was pretty surprised by how long his reach is. It's yeah. Long. What is it? Yeah. It is. When I saw it, I was like, wow, really? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 71 and a half inches. I'm not a mathematician, but that seems long. Yeah, that's like six foot tall. You're supposed to have your reach. It's supposed to be your height. That's like... What's, what's your reach? Almost 77. Whoa. My shit's long. <laughs> like 76 and three quarters. There you go. Most guys, my six foot, are have 72 inch reach. So for Volkanovsky to have 72, he, he has the height of someone that's six foot. Put it like that. And he's definitely not six foot. Okay. So the the one the one nervousness i have is cuz i don't think i don't think volkanovski is going to lose to zombie on the feet and zombie his moniker is just because the dude keeps walking forward he's durable as fuck um people have seen zombie does have some jiu jitsu he's got a good darce he's got a good guillotine but volkanovski showed in the ortega fight that he's he's good at you know defending chokes like that guillotine that that Ortega had on Volkanovski, like the most like apex oh, of their matchup. I want to say, I want to say that he had good defense, and I was fighting with Dale, and Dale's like, "Dude, it wasn't defense. It's because Volkanovski has a chin like a motherfucker, like the biggest chin on the planet." You have to have defense, right? This isn't like a. It's, it's not like a Faber chin, dude. Like it's not like a special chin, right? Yeah, I mean he's tough. He was. But he got to have some kind of fucking defense. Dude didn't just chop out. It didn't. Yeah, Brian's one of the fucking best grapplers fucking out there. He knows how to sink it in. So, dude totally was trying to defend it. It was close. I was fucking. You were, oh my god, it was fucking this close. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Going, I was in Resorts World. Me and Dom Dominic Reyes were out there. Like, oh. We were out there for fucking the fights. But they paid us to be out there for fight week. And like do like a, she called a red tail out the resorts world. But we did like a little party up there. But yeah, fucking he had choking choking on the big screen. It was fucking. Other than that, it was 
not a good night for him, but um, <laughs> yeah, that part was I was on my feet. <laughs> I was on my feet for that. But he, but yeah, he has great submissions. But dude, ain't no submission artist. Who? Chen Song Jung? Come on, brother. No, nah, man. Nah, just get him, get not... him a little bit of the jingling, dude. Just a little yeah. like front, front hole jingling. Um, yeah, he's not gonna submit Volkanovski. So do we oh, sprinkle on? I mean, dude, it's hard to not sprinkle on a plus five hundred. Yeah, let's sprinkle something. Like, I think we got to sprinkle a little bit on zombie here. I think we should also do, oh, dude. If 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 Volkanovski's gonna win, he's gonna win by decision, right? Five rounds, oh, a yeah, guy man. that's super durable. You pounding that fucker out, man. I could see him just being too much. Yeah. It's going to be too much for him. Just in just like soul wise. To me, it seems like his soul is just. I don't know what I could say on here, but I won't say anything more. <laughs> no, go for it. No. We're already canceled, bro. Seriously. We're already canceled. No, I can't say. I'll tell you off the podcast. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, dude, we can, if we could take producer Jake, what's, what's under, under four and a half, dude. Under four and a half, that'd be if, if you think he's gonna go in there. It's durable to last for four and a half rounds with Volkanovski. I'm just telling you. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat right here. Alex is saying Volk inside the distance of the play. Volk by decision, I think, is like minus one sixty five, which that isn't sexy to me, dude. It's just not sexy. Yeah, I'm not gonna no. do it. No, no. Maybe uh, one thirty, one twenty, even money, but not for almost minus two. Plus one fifteen for under under four and a half. That's that's respectable, I'd say. Um, I kind of it's funny because round about. I don't think he could last that long. Just the output. I just remember seeing last thing I see in my head is zombies getting whooped by T City everywhere. Right. Yeah, and yeah. Brian volumes. Brian doesn't do hell of volume either. He's Kind of like a mid-pace kind of more takes his time kind of shit. He doesn't like do hella much. Um, and I think someone doing hella much like Volkanovski is just going to just – he's going to steamroll, dude. I just do. Yeah. No, that's – yeah. I mean, dude, you also wonder – like we talk about this all the time, and I don't know if this is a real thing you would know. But like – well, you wouldn't know because you don't – take much damage but like someone like when you take more and more and more in damage like that eventually is going to catch up with you right yeah totally yeah and zombies taking a stupid amount of damage like yeah more so than he needs to i mean i'll take damage when it happens but um i don't want to you know it's right damage me you know it's part of the game but yeah he got thrashed his last fight right what did he, got, he, he fight did he fight? No, no, no. no. He, after. he won did his he last fight. fight. He did fight someone after that. Who did he fight? Cub Swanson or something? Or no, he fought uh, Danny Ige. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, good boxing from from. They had like a boxing like battle. They had like a boxing yeah. battle, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I um. I don't know. I would think that Korean zombies got to come out and just throw the kitchen sink because I don't think he wants to take damage going into the later rounds against someone who's got freaky cardio, freaky output and a freaky pace. So him in the early rounds, 
maybe. Um, but I think also, dude, you bringing up that this is in Jacksonville, not that you had to bring that up because I'm a fucking idiot and I thought it was in Vegas, but that you brought it up. Jacksonville fans are psychopaths. They're going to be shit-faced by the time that this comes around. So it's going to be electric. He's probably just going to be like, dude, I'm going all in. I've ditched the fucking game plan. Round one, I'm going balls to the wall. <laughs> I could see him blowing his wad, Volkanovski taking over, and yeah, putting him out under four and a half. And I think at Brian H. right here in the chat, under four and a half at plus 120, he's finding it. That's I think a solid that's play. play. Yeah, because minus 800, that's not even worth doing anything with. No Trans- you could say, you know, put a little something on that just in case. That you know, plus five hundred will cover the sub or the finish if he gets them. I could see him maybe catching him with the punch or something, but Volk's so tough. I feel like this is not going to happen. I just... He's he's a little muscle, dude. If if him and Tisha Torres made a baby, it would just be one bicep, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Um, so. That completes right. the main card for 273. Max, I want to get one more fight uh, thought from you. Anthony is prob- going to win. Uh, you think Fluffy's going to win? Totally. By submission. Submission ace. If you can sub- submit Adolfo Vieira, dude, you are an ace. You're technically the best grappler in the UFC. Technically. <laughs> dude, totally. Yeah. If you submit um, the best ever Abu Dhabi guy or whatever, decorated yeah. and most decorated guy, then that makes you that guy kinda. I would claim I would claim that. I'd claim that moniker for sure. Um no, this this fight's bigger than all those fights, dude. It's bigger than the early prelims, bigger than the prelims, bigger than this main card. I want to know your thoughts on Chris Rock and Will Smith, dude. <laughs> Chris Rock and Will Smith. Was it ju- was it justified? I mean, uh, he was he was heated. He was in the moment. Um, he did slap the shit out of him. But if you looked, I mean, I saw some slow mo shit. I this probably not the question you asked me. I saw some slow mo stuff. You know, it could have been staged. It could have not. He didn't move. He just sat there. He braced for it. I saw a thing that some there was like a pat on his cheek. I saw something. No way. I saw a thing, um, which is interesting. I think five. I don't want to say it, but the pharmaceutical companies. There's two of them, but I guess they're working on new alopecia um, medication. So, <laughs> interestingly enough. She has alopecia. It's all about alopecia. One of the big fight oh. ones is putting out a new alopecia medicine like this week or something. Next week, it's like just fin- being finished. God damn it, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. I'm so happy Dale's not on this episode because we would go down such a gnarly rabbit hole right now. But fuck, man. They're so good at marketing. So good. Yeah, that's what I heard. Wow. All right. Well, Max, dude, you're a legend. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. You, sir, can have that seat anytime because Dale can suck it. You're a legend, dude. It was savage. We talked good shit, you know. It was a good um you're knowledgeable. I don't know about Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he called you the trash man, so you know the garbage man. They're garbage, man, dude. 
Yeah. Well, oh. We never let him live that down, but never, dude. Just keep plugging him. Oh, well, but it, it, we, you know, you know your shit, and that's, I've been said this. You know, like you're not just like, well, he has, you know, you actually know why and what and how, and it's important than just picking guys and you know, so anytime. I appreciate it, man. And for all those listening, um, Max puts you put out your picks on fight day, right? Yeah. on your instagram page yeah. yeah so max Payne griffin go follow him um take a look at his picks i see can't wait for you to get back in the cage man we're stoked um i'd love to say i'd come and uh get some cardio with you but i hate i hate running and i'm also fat right now so yeah. Yeah. Uh, i refuse but i appreciate you coming on the podcast man you're a legend uh thanks and to all those dude i didn't even give shout outs to the sponsors my bad um, i was too excited uh, go to stateclassmeets.com, type in the code FIS, get 10% off on your guys' order. My wife and I have been watching Yellowstone, so I'm all hyped right now on like oh. you know, Western shit. And I'm, dude, dude uh, tell me, tell me you don't want to wear a cowboy hat right now, dude. Dude, I went the fucking my place, I want to say State Class Meats, but I got American almond beef. We went up to the ranch. They're, yeah. I, I had the calf fries. We ate their, their nuts and shit, fried no. them up, branded <laughs> a bunch of animals. They they groped them and shit, tied them up like oh yeah. crazy. It was dude, it was Yellowstone, bro. Oh dude, it's so sick. I look at that show and I think like how like these hands are like Chinese silk ribbon. Like they have not never done hard work in my life. And I look at that, and I'm like, that's a true, that's a true freaking American. You know what I mean? Like dude. I just yeah. But guys, if you want to get like ranch to table meat, go to state class of meats. Type in the code fist, and that's gonna get you ten percent off. Also. Elise clothing. I just waved the flag right here. You know, the most American made butter blend clothing owned by veterans and just savage wear, dude. Go to allegianceclothing.com, type in the code punch, and you get 15% off. Go follow Max Griffin. Thank you guys for the support. Dude, someone downloaded our episode last week uh, in Seychelles. I actually found where that is. It's sick. I'm going to vacation there when I like make a stupid amount of money off GameStop. Um, I appreciate you all listening. Good night. Bang, bang. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.